We're just going to stay in this atmosphere of worship. I tell you what, it's so exciting what God is doing right now, isn't it? Can you feel that water level rising? Can you feel the heat turning up a little bit? A lot, maybe? And um, what a journey it's been, eh? The last few months, I tell you what, it's been, uh, I'm still a young buck, so I mean, I haven't seen a lot of moves of God, if you like. I wasn't there for the charismatic renewal or any of those but I mean, this has just been so incredible to, to see and to watch what God has been doing. And um, it's so exciting that we, we get to be a part of that. And <clears throat> there's such a tension sometimes because we see that God is moving and, and we, we want to honor Holy Spirit and we want to honor the fact that He is here and He wants to do His thing. And in the past, it's been so easy to just get in the way. And I think humans are pretty good at just getting in the way of God in those, in those kind of moments. Um, but we want to create a space where Holy Spirit is welcome. And you might notice our services might look a little bit different. We're a little bit more intentional how they look and how we're creating room for Him to move. Um, it's been so cool having the night service back again, hasn't it? Yes. I love that breathing room. It's been so nice to just worship and to pray and to prophesy and hey, shot Josh for that beautiful word wherever you are, man. Yeah, thanks for stepping out, brother. Um, and I want to encourage anyone that wants to do the same that um, if you want to prophesy, go to the School of the Prophets course because um, it's a great foundation for you and how to prophesy and, and how to deal with the prophetic and how to hear God. Um, the course is starting pretty soon. 22nd of March. Well, that's so soon. Seven weeks. Wow, cool. Did you guys all hear that? Register online, 22nd of March. Check out the app. You guys know we have an app, eh? Yes, over 500 downloads, probably close to 1,000 now. Um, I don't know, but man, it is, it is cool. Shot that way. Um, so yeah, it's been a really interesting time and you know, even today I was I was watching this video on Instagram and I just started crying, man. It was um, of Jim Carrey. Has anyone seen that? Jim Carrey, just 50 seconds of him just like sharing his faith and his story um, about how suffering can lead us to Christ, much like your word tonight uh, or the word later, earlier, sorry. Um, but just that, that, man, it was powerful what he had to say. And... Um, it's, it's happening all around the world. You've probably heard of places like Asbury who are seeing a massive move of God. It's become a bit of a buzzword, Asbury, Asbury. Everyone's saying Asbury, Asbury, Asbury. But there are so many hot spots, little fires all around the world and, and God is calling us and inviting us into this. And um, you've probably heard Gideon talk a lot about this, this uh, place of intimacy, this secret place. And I read a quote from Eugene Peterson the other day which said, worship does not satisfy our hunger for God. It only peaks our hunger. It only sharpens our appetite. You know, if you're coming to church on a Sunday, hoping that this is going to be it, you're going to be filled, and then you're going to walk out into your week and, you know, go and smash it. I mean, it's a good start, but it's not the be all and end all. Like God is calling us into this place of intimacy. And um, I sat in my chair this afternoon 
and I, I left Amy with crying Ziggy in the lounge, and I was like, I'm out of here, see you later. And I went into, it was a quiet place, because no crying, right? Um, it, was, it was beautiful. Um, but one thing that really rocked me this week is a quote I read that said, if you're not hungry for God, you're full of yourself. If you're not hungry for God, you're full of yourself. And I think it's a massive problem in the world right now is so many people are so full of themselves. And I don't mean, I don't think people try to purposely be arrogant. I just think we get caught up in life. We get caught up in the motions. We get caught up on the work grind. I know what it's like. You know, you're, you're trying to work hard. You're trying to make money. You're trying to get through. But God is calling us to be still. Be still to slow down. And it reminds me of this passage that... Um, Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus in Ephesians 3. And he says this while he was in prison. He said, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit. And for you to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Not according to my power. Not according to what I can do. Who knows it's not by might or by power, but by his spirit. It's his spirit that enables us. And I think in, in church sometimes, and or when we go home and we're listening to worship, we treat the Holy Spirit sometimes like he's this wind or a force or, you know, we forget he's a person. And we build relationship with the person. There's Father God, there's Jesus the Son, and there's Holy Spirit. He's not a magical wind that, you know, if we get the formula right on a Sunday, we say the right things, we do the right things. It's like, boom, there he is. And there's the miracles. But it's actually the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is someone that we live and we grow with and we become more intimate with. And there's such an emphasis right now for us all to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And um, Gideon put out a call this morning. If you want to come be baptized in the Holy Spirit, come forward. And um, man, I would love to have seen more people come forward. <laughs> I would love to have seen more people to come. It's one of my favorite things is when I see someone get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Suddenly they're speaking in tongues. Suddenly they're, they're rocking. They're on the ground. Whatever it is. But the Holy Spirit, He wants to come and He wants to move in power in our lives. Because it's not long after that Paul wrote that to the Ephesians, that in Revelation 2 we read that they lost their first love. That was the church that he, he, he wrote about that said, you've lost it. You've lost your way. You've lost your first love. And so I want to encourage us tonight not to lose our first love not to lose the, the power of intimacy with Christ, with God, with Holy Spirit, with going into the secret place, spending time with Him. It's a challenge for me as well. It's a challenge for all of us. And um, I truly believe that if we, if we were able to get there, spend that time with Him, we'd come out a lot different. We'd look a lot different on a Sunday, on, during the week when we're at work. 2 Timothy 3 says this, 
It says, mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. It's a warning. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. These are the things that he points out in his letter. And I was, I was kind of thinking, you know, there are so many that, that might live this way. But the real kicker is, is right at the end where he writes that there are those that have a form of godliness, but they deny its power thereof. They have a form of godliness. They, they might say the right things. They might do the right things. They might dress the right way, come to church. They have a form of godliness, but they deny the Holy Spirit's power. That is the Holy Spirit to work in and through their lives. And then it says at the end, have nothing to do with such people. Lord, we don't want to be people that are just just filled a little bit. Lord, we want to be filled with your spirit. Lord, come and teach us. Come and show us. Come and lead us into that place of intimacy with you. Lord, it's my heart cry for my life. It's my heart cry for the young adults. Lord, I just pray you would touch Gen Z. <laughs> Lord, that you would get a hold of their lives. Lord, as we're seeing all around the world, that you're beginning to move, you're beginning to, to shake things up. Lord, I just, I thank you that you want to get a hold of our young people. Lord, you want to move them toward you. Lord, help us not be those people that like your word says, have a form of godliness, but deny its power. What a warning to us all. And I actually had a, a sermon illustration, but it's over there and I can't be bothered getting it. Um, it was a cup of water. And it looks like it's good, it's delicious, it's right. <clears throat> but then next to it was this cup of oil and the oil represents the Holy Spirit the joy of God, the power of God, you know, all the fruits of the Holy Spirit that we talk about. And, you know, you can pour a little bit of oil on the, on the glass of water and the oil might stay at the top for a while. And, but one little thing, and it's easy for that, that oil just to slip out. And God's not calling us just to have a little bit. He's calling us to be filled to the brim. Like Psalm 23 says, our cup runs over. And this is hard for us. So I just want to give an opportunity as the worship team come back. Come back, worship team. <laughs> Let's get up a hand. Twice in one day she's been on. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. You might even notice that we're worshiping different these days. We just want to look at the face of God. That as we behold Him, we become more like Him. 
And really, that's our heart. That's our prayer. We're singing songs like holy. We're singing songs like glory, songs like worthy, because these are literally the songs that we'll be singing in heaven when we're surrounded by the elders and the angels and the saints. We're going to be singing about the holiness and the majesty of God. Not, oh, God's been good to me, but man, God is powerful. So I actually just want to thank the worship team for leaning in in this season. It's been amazing just um, watching this team grow. Um, God has been so good. If, just, if there's anyone that would love some prayer, would love an infilling of the Holy Spirit. Like I said, this isn't the be all and end all. When you get home, that's where the real work starts. You know, Monday, back in the secret place. Tuesday, you can have a day off. Kidding, Tuesday, back in. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. God is calling us into a life deeper deeper, deeper, deeper intimacy with Him.